Today is Wednesday, December 30th. This is TDAD Talk. I'm Cameron Wayne. Happening today, the City of Trinidad secures more grant funding for cleaning up and clearing out the Purgatory Riverwalk and in the nation the stimulus is coming, but what was $600 per person could turn into $2,000. Happening on our globe, what does space policy look like under the new Biden administration? Stick around to find out. Today's show is sponsored by the Trinidad Historic Main Street Board and the City of Trinidad presenting their Deck the Halls Business Spirit Decorating Competition. Downtown businesses can compete for six $1,000 prizes, and all who vote on their favorite will be entered into a drawing for prizes. Visit the Trinidad Historic Main Street Facebook page to learn more and vote for your favorite decorated Trinidad businesses. All right, let's check on the weather. Sunny skies today with highs around 40 degrees. Tonight, clear skies continue with lows in the mid-teens. For Thursday, sunny skies return with highs in the upper 40s. Now, here's the news. On Thursday, December 10th, Great Outdoors Colorado, or GOCO, board awarded $40,330 grant to the City of Trinidad, who partnered with Purgatory Watershed Partnership to increase recreational opportunities and enhance river health and wildlife habitat along the Purgatory River. A crew from Mile High Youth Corps will build a new trail and wildlife viewing station, create new access points to the river, and mitigate invasive species and fire fuel. This grant is part of GOCO's Conservation Service Corps grant program. In partnership with the Colorado Youth Corps Association, GOCO offered funding to hire Conservation Service Corps for outdoor recreation and natural resource stewardship projects. They represent a statewide coalition of eight accredited corps that train youth, young adults, and veterans to work on land and water conservation projects. Corps members earn a stipend for their service and an AmeriCorps Education Award to use towards college or reducing existing student loans. Trinidad's Purgatory River has been transforming into a valuable recreation and economic resource for the community. With the help of GOCO funding, a chainsaw and pesticide application crew from MHYC will build a new trail connecting the Trinidad Riverwalk to a new recreation area that is currently difficult to access. The crew will also expand access to the river by clearing trees and invasive species to create two new entry points. They'll also be constructing a new wildlife viewing station, which was also made possible with the GOCO grant in combination with Forever Our Rivers, which the PWP had previously secured. That will be the second of the four areas of focus. Signage will also be installed in conjunction with the projects to educate the public on the importance of the river, as well as increasing community members' understanding and appreciation of such a valuable resource. Happening in the nation one day after President Donald Trump signed a $900 billion stimulus bill into law, the House of Representatives voted to increase direct payments to most Americans from $600 to $2,000 per person, the Denver Channel reported on Monday. The bill had wide Democratic support but failed to capture a majority of Republicans. The bill passed with just two-thirds of the House voting in approval. The vote won the Democratic caucus by a 231-2 to margin. Republicans voted 45 4 to 130 and independents voted 0 to 2. The legislation now goes to the US Senate where its future is in question. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who largely controls what legislation gets to the floor, has been mum on whether he'll allow the Cash Act to get a vote. Some Republicans in the Senate appear ready to back the proposal. 
Last week, Trump originally hinted he would not be supportive of signing the stimulus bill without changes, but with millions losing unemployment benefits and a number of hard-hit industries suffering, Trump signed the bill. Meanwhile, Democrats pounced on the opportunity to increase stimulus payments to $2,000, a proposal that some Democrats called for early on in the pandemic. As it stands now, most Americans making less than $75,000 a year will receive a $600 check, $1,200 for couples making under $150,000 a year. If the current proposal to increase stimulus checks to $2,000 is signed, the overall cost of the stimulus bill would go from $900 billion to $1.36 trillion, according to House data released on Monday. Continuing our talks in the nation, NASA's quest to put boots back on the moon will likely get less urgent after President-elect Joe Biden takes office next month. Through its Artemis program, the space agency's been working to land two astronauts, including the first-ever female moonwalker, near the lunar South Pole by 2024. That ambitious deadline, which was announced by Vice President Mike Pence in 2019, will likely be relaxed under the Biden administration, experts say. Space policy expert John Logsdon, a professor emeritus of political science and international affairs at George Washington University's Elliott School of International Affairs in Washington, D.C., told Space.com that he expected the 2024 goal to go away. Eric Stalmer, executive vice president of government affairs and public policy at Voyager Space Holdings, agreed with that statement. That doesn't mean Artemis itself will get the axe, however. Indeed, both Logsdon and Stalmer think the program and its long-term goals of establishing a sustainable presence on and around the moon and using such efforts to prepare for crewed missions to Mars will remain on firm footing after Biden takes office. Two postulated changes delaying the 2024 moon landing and boosting NASA Earth science may end up working in concert. Spreading Artemis funding out over additional years would free up money that could be routed to Earth science, Stalmer said. Logsdon also predicted one more shift to come under Biden, which would be a friendlier approach to multilateral cooperation. The Trump administration has tended to evince less flexibility in the diplomatic realm, Logsdon said, citing the Artemis Accords as an example. The Accords lay out a set of principles by which nations must abide if they wish to participate in the Artemis program as a partner. These principles and the Accords themselves are more or less fine, Logston said. Still, he stressed that NASA and the U.S. space program overall appear to be in good shape, a result due in part of the efforts of the policy-shaping National Space Council. Trump resurrected the NSC early in his term. It had last been active in the early 1990s during the administration of President George H.W. Bush. Whether or not Biden will retain the NSC remains to be seen, as do pretty much all the details of his space policy priorities. All we have for now is speculation, but the overall picture could start coming into clearer focus soon once Biden announces his pick for NASA administrator. The current agency chief, Jim Bridenstine, has said he won't continue in the top job in the Biden administration. Happening this week, Mount Carmel still has plenty of online events happening throughout the week. To see their schedule or sign up to join, visit their website, mtcarmelcenter.org. That's mtcarmelcenter.org.
Additionally, if you know of any upcoming events you think should be included in our podcast, give us a shout out on our TDAD Radio Facebook page or call us here at the office at 719-846-3311. For a deeper look into what's happening today in Trinidad and beyond, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription. Another shout out to our sponsors, Trinidad Historic Main Street Board and the City of Trinidad presenting their Deck the Halls Christmas Decor Contest. Be sure to check out their Facebook page and cast your vote. That'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for sticking around. This has been Cameron Wayne. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.